Hello, hello, hello. This is Sharita, Prophetess Sharita, coming to you with the Say Yes with Sharita podcast. Here at Say Yes, my motto is if you say yes to the Lord, he will say yes to you. Today, we're going to dive right into the message, and the topic is obedience from my book entitled A Season of Blessings that you can purchase on Lulu. John 14 and 15. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. So I'm going to go on to define obedience, and then I'm going to get right into the message. The definition of obedience is compliance with an order, request, law, or submission to authority. Throughout the Bible, we see that God repeatedly says, and Israel had done wicked or evil things or bad things in his sight. And so God gave us commandments that we should live by and abide by. And throughout the Bible, he showed us how to use them, how to implement them, and how to stand fastly on them. So the book of Deuteronomy teaches us a lot of things. So I covered Deuteronomy 28, which literally tells us that we will be blessed if we keep the commandments of God. And in Deuteronomy 28... It also tells you that curses will befall you if you are disobedient. So the Bible says, and the wrath of God comes upon the children of disobedience, the children of disobedience. So I felt in my spirit for a long time, God has been dealing with me with obedience because obedience is a job of shedding off the carnal world and the carnal things that are of the world. So... In that, as God was dealing with me, it was just like I was urged and pushed to share these messages so that everyone would know that if we conform to the norm of obedience, we can make changes in the world through prayer to God with obedience. So Deuteronomy 28 and 14 says, and thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day to the right or to the left or go after other gods to serve them. So we see here in the book of Deuteronomy 28 that God is literally telling them not to pay attention to the world and the things that are of the world and the things that are around us. The thing with being obedient to the word of God is abstaining from worldly mindsets, mindsets, worldly concepts, and worldly mannerisms. So I'm going to talk about Joshua today, and I'm going to talk about the the commission of Joshua, because the commission of Joshua is one that is very important. So as Moses transitioned, God then caused the son of Nun who is Joshua. So as we see God literally conversating with Joshua, he comes to him and he literally speaks to him. Now, Joshua is not noted as a prophet, nor is Moses, but God did speak to Joshua directly. So it says, that um, God comes to him and literally has this conversation. He says, there shall not be any man that is able to stand before thee all the days of thy life as with 
Moses. So I will be with thee and I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. So God was preparing Joshua for a journey. He was equipping him for a journey in and he knew that there would be trials, tribulations, struggles, and that there would be wars. So he told him in verse six in Joshua chapter one to be strong and of good courage to be strong and of good courage so that the people could divide the inheritance of the land that he swore through a covenant to Abraham. So he told him to be strong and of good courage and observe to do according to the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee this day to not turn from it to the right hand or the left hand that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. So I'm going to stop reading there and I'm going to encourage all readers, all leaders to get into the book of Joshua and read chapter one especially from verses five to verse eight, because the first thing that God told him to do was to study and know the word of God. And if we go into the book of second Timothy two and 15, it says study to show yourself approved a workman unto God that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Jesus himself said, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. David, in the book of Psalms, he said, Thy word that I have hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So being in covenant with God means that I have got to be clothed in the word of God. I've got to be clothed in the rules, the regulations, and the statutes of God. So if I love God and am obedient to God, I have got to understand that I have got to get into the word and I have got to become knowledgeable of the commandments. I have got to become knowledgeable of my expectations. And as a leader, I cannot turn to the right and I can not turn to the left. I can't be a part of this organization and these things over here to the right because that is the world and that is the things that are of the world. And I can't be a part of these things to my left. I can't be a part of everything and every trend that is passing by because God literally tells you in the New Testament that we have also got to keep the commandments of God. And it states it repetitiously throughout the New Testament. So Jesus said it, if we love God, we would keep his commandments. So if I am in leadership to be effective in leadership and not to be effective as a proud person walking in my flesh and in a spirit that is outside of God, I have got to submit. I have got to submit my mind, my body, and my spirit unto the Holy Spirit of God so that he can lead me, so that he can guide me, and so that he can protect me as I journey into his cause and into his purpose and into his will because it's not by power nor by might but by my spirit thus saith the Lord so we see here that God literally was making a covenant a bond between he himself and Joshua 
He told him that he would be with him, that he would protect him, that he would take care of him, and that he would be with him wherever he goes. So he tells his vessel to be strong and of good courage. So it tells him also that he is the one that is leading the people to the blessings, to the inheritance, to the things that he had promised to Abraham as a covenant, as a promise. So then he told him not to let a book, the book of the law depart from his mouth, but to meditate on it and meditate on it so that you can observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make, make thy ways prosperous and thou shalt have good success. So here again, we have the same message um, going repetitiously. God is saying in the in the, the New Testament to love not the world, neither the things that are of the world. It tells you to abstain from the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. The New Testament also tells you to not be conformed to this world. So if the world is going out and doing certain things, then that is not what I am supposed to do. So even if everybody is doing wrong, wrong is going to be wrong, is going to be wrong, is going to be wrong. And right is going to be right, is going to always be right, even if there is no one that is doing right. So we have got to be mindful, we have got to be prayerful, we have got to be steadfast, and we have got to be in the Word of God. We have got to keep the Word of God, and we have got to walk in obedience, we have got to talk in obedience, and we have got to have a made-up mind that we will get into the Word of God, that we will study the Word of God, and we will loose the excuses and we will not be conformed to this world but be be conformed by the renewing of our minds or being transformed by the renewing of our minds through Christ Jesus. So I'm going to fall back into Deuteronomy chapter 6 and in Deuteronomy chapter 6 it also tells you and these words which I command thee this day shall be in thy heart and you should teach these things to your children. So whether you are in leadership in the church or if you are a parent in your home, it is effective. It is uh basically important and it is imperative that we follow the rules the regulations and the commandments of God so we have got to be strong and of good courage we have got to stop focusing on what everyone else is doing we have got to be not focused on the world but we have got to be focused on God we have got to be focused on the word of God so I am going to repeat a few scriptures for you um, very quickly because Jesus in the book of Matthew 4 and 4 said that man cannot live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God number one number two the Bible teaches us thy word that I have hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Number three, we've got to study to show ourselves approved, a workman unto God that need not be ashamed, 
rightly dividing the word of truth. So we have got to get into the word of God. We've got to govern ourselves accordingly and to be effective as a leader. We've got to stick on 2 Timothy 2 and 15 where it says, Study to show yourself approved, a workman unto God that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We've got to get the word of God into our hearts, into our minds, and into our spirits. And I don't know how God is going to do or deal with excuses. I don't know if God is going to say, well, he did it or if they did it or if the other folks did it or if the people behind me did it. So God is not going to tolerate excuses because in Ephesians 5 and 1, it tells us once again to follow God. God is love. And if we have the love of God in our heart, we will keep the commandments of God. And if we keep the commandments of God, we are being obedient. And if we are being obedient to God, then the things that we are doing, our living is not in vain. Our prayers are not in vain. And our blessings that we have bestowed upon us are not in vain and are of a heavenly reward. So I pray obedience on your homes, on your hearts, and in your spirit. I pray obedience obedience over your children and I pray that you be strong and of correct courage and that you will basically do the will of the Lord and that you will get into the word of God and that you will practice obedience so if you say yes to the Lord he will say yes to you and I thank you for tuning in to the say yes with Sharita podcast and remember that there is a blessing on the other side of your yes until next time